Welcome to Can I Speak to Your Manager, the show where we deep dive into the wild west of customer service and wade through the choppy waters to see if we can find anything worth speaking about. I am I am a Liam. I'm I'm a Liam, and with me is my co-host Sebastian Peters. Hello, don't call me that ever. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this is the show we, we we do another podcast called Forever in Bloom. I don't know if any of you have, have heard of that, but chances are Probably not because we've seen the listening numbers. Um, but this, yeah, this is a show we wanted to. We both, both myself and Seb, have worked a what you could call disgusting amount of customer service jobs, considering uh, how old we are. A really, a really harrowing number. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm 25. Yep, that's correct. I am 25, and I think I've had about 14 jobs already. <laughs> Well, so so things will start getting muddy if, uh, if we consider depending on how we define job. Hmm. Um, well, I, I've I've listed down just my like, cust- uh, I guess customer facing ones. You know. Yeah. Okay. That... That's reasonable. So, so it's it's I vary from salesmen and electrical shops to waitering at a horrible myriad of restaurants and possibly the worst place on earth, a vape shop. <laughs> I am. Um, I do. I actually frequently think back to the time where we lived cities apart, and I would just send you a text about what you'd be doing, and you were just like l- wishing to die in a vape shop. Just yeah, just text scream at you. Yeah, it was. I, sh- I feel like the need to put out. I don't and have never vaped, but I just <laughs> needed a job to move city. So and that was a job I could get, and it was fucking horrible. Um. So I've I've actually compiled, um. A list of all of the jobs I've had in also in a customer facing environment. Mm. Um, and there's too many of them. One thing that I think we've had in common throughout all of these experiences is a is a growing and ever deepening understanding that the thing that we're told as kids that the customer is always right oh. is one of the most pervasive lies in modern society. Yeah, who came up with that? I my guess is a customer. A customer. Because no one, no one that's ever worked the other side of that would ever believe that the customer is always right. No, and I um. So I think being being in the front line of of working in customer service is is interesting because you're directly between the customer who is almost always wrong, um, uh-huh. and the majority of the time, um, whoever is directly above you in the pecking order of the business, who probably is also wrong most of the time. <laughs> In my yes. in my personal experience, um, yeah. and that's led to some very interesting stories and very strange <laughs> things that I've seen with my human eyes. Mm. Um, yeah, so I thought um, I would explain kind of the format of how the show is going to work. Uh, I believe we decided on weekly, didn't we? Yeah, we're gonna at least attempt to do this show weekly. Uh, the way it'll work is we will have guests on, but we will have them on every other week. We will be bringing on. People in our lives, people we know that, that have had interesting jobs in the past and therefore some interesting stories that will come from those. Um, and we will be yeah, having them on every other week. So it'll be one with just me and Seb and another one with just with a guest. Um, and we will be trawling through our own stories, our guest stories, and hopefully a bunch of submissions from you, our humble listeners, and any 
wild garbage we find on the internet. Um, I would not like our listeners to be humble. Um, <laughs> I would like us to be humble recipients of stories from proud, strong, immaculate listeners, is what I'd like, to be perfectly honest with you. No, I can fuck with that. Liam, just as a little, just to just to whet our whistles, mm. uh, what was your first ever job, bud? Ooh, what was my, my first ever job? I was working illegally at 14. Oh, same, actually. <laughs> <laughs> working cash in hand uh, as they believed I looked old enough for them to, to get away with it. Uh, I worked as a waiter at a truck stop slash restaurant. Oh, I know the one. Greasy mushrooms for hours on end and then having to pay for my own food on break, which is cool. I feel I feel like um that I I actually a, a fact I know about you for a long time is that it took you a long time to like mushrooms again. Yeah, like it, yeah, that that left a very long lasting effect of the 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 look and smell of a mushroom was was like directly connected to the to the 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 smell of grease <laughs> and asshole truckers really mm, truck sweat. Yeah, and there's a place that paid me, I think, about four pounds an hour, and then made me buy my own lunch. So that's that's awesome. Everyone loves a lack of workers' rights. Um, that's actually that's actually more than you get paid at the introductory wage. Fuck off! Like this year, our, our God's year of 2021. It's been a couple of years since I looked, <laughs> but back in like 2018. I that's think the, still in, insane. The, the the introductory wage. I mean, it was for under 16s, but even so, that. The, look, there's a difference between the law and what is morally good sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the law at that point was that anyone under the age of 16 was, or 18 it might have been, you were allowed to pay them, I think it was £3.98 an hour. That's fucked. Which is um, criminal. We will do our best to stop this podcast falling into a, a socialist soapbox, as we, we probably yeah. <laughs> are one to do. But... That that will just happen from time to time. Look, if the if the time is right and the soil is yeah. fertile, <laughs> um, make hay where the sun shines and all that. So, yeah, what was what was your first job, Seb? I think I know this, but you probably do. I was I was a chip boy in a chip shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, also at fourteen. Also, do you know what though? I was being paid more than you. Really? Yeah, I was being paid eight pounds an hour. What the fuck? That's like only just less than I get paid now. Which I have worked jobs in my 20s that paid me less than that. <laughs> um, um, and all I was doing was cutting up potatoes. Mate, you must have felt like a millionaire at that point, being 14 and earning like £8 an hour. Do you? I was the first among my friends to buy the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. <laughs> that speaks volumes. And that was a defining... That was a defining <laughs> moment. I saved up for months, I think. And I ended up having it on the Xbox 360. Uh, speaking of Xbox 360s, I didn't know that trying to sign up for a Gmail these days was as hard as finding a fucking gamertag on the 360 in 2008. Yeah. Every fucking variation of words that I tried to get an email for this podcast did not work. I mean, granted, I understand why they didn't give me manager at gmail.com and customer <laughs> service at gmail.com. <laughs> I completely understand why. But... Some of the, the variations of words that I tried and letters to fit for this podcast that were taken blew my mind. Perfect segue. What is our email? 
our email we I have landed on, as any more attempts would have made me throw my computer out of the window, to your manager at gmail.com. So if you have any particularly wild or ridiculous customer service stories, be it you be the recipient of that or be on the, the tail end of it, then 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 hit us up at to your manager at gmail.com and we will you will probably get it read out on the show and almost definitely scrutinized by us and maybe a guest well that's actually that's a, you mentioned a good you mentioned something there by potentially by freudian slip or maybe just because you actually <laughs> meant to because you're a professional and i don't know which one it was um you mentioned that people could be on the receiving end of these things yeah um because although although we are very very um how shall i put this understanding of the plight that people in frontline mm. customer service um are in um there have also been times when i have experienced really really wildly strange things from people that i'm trying to purchase an uh, 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 an object or service from yeah i guess the moral of the story is there are dickheads in every industry <laughs> um so you know what it, lot, these stories can come from lots of directions, and I think I think it's important for us not to rule any of them out in particular. Yeah, anything that's just based around the world of customer service, we are here for, and we will accept. Uh, I guess a small caveat would be Seb and I have known each other for come next year, ten years, which mm, is a insane. long time. Um, so we have heard the majority of each other's stories when it comes to this, especially as we live together for about five of those years. Our stories will probably predominantly come in the episodes with guests. Uh, and then maybe the, then hopefully the ones that are just me and Seb will be predominantly submissions or, or things we fi- find across the, the wild web. The, the wild, wild web. That's what WW... Yeah. Du- <laughs> There's three W's. That's what the three wild, W's Wild, wild web was for. my favourite Will Smith movie from 2001 as well. Um, yeah, so... There can, and we're looking for some longer stories as well, some kind of some long form things if that happens, or some kind of like one sentence things that maybe have stuck on your mind. I mean, this is one that I believe Seb has has heard because it has bugged me and played on my mind for probably nearly three years now. And it was when I worked at a as a waiter and barman at a particular burger establishment in Bristol. And I was taking this table to order, and the the uh, the woman on the table, I asked her what she wanted to drink, and she said to me verbatim, and I will never forget these words. <laughs> I will have a <laughs> I will have a glass of water with ice, lemon, and no sugar. I I it it fucked me up. I then thought clearly. She, I was like, I don't know, maybe she she just said something wrong. She forgot that she wasn't ordering a cup of tea or something. So I went away, I made the drink, and I came back, and I like confirmed with her to be like, so here's your water with ice, lemon, and no sugar, right? And she's like, yep, yep, perfect. And I'm just like, there, there, are, there are two possibilities here in my mind, which is either someone has been poisoning her water with sugar her entire <laughs> life, and now she wants to break out of that, or that she was just trying to like fuck with my head in the most low-level way possible, and if that is the truth, then she is an absolute genius. Because yeah, that smoke and mirrors, you know. Yeah, it was three years ago, and I still wake up in the sweats thinking about who would have sugared water all day, every day. Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna swiftly go past that, and I'm. Um, I'm gonna read out two short things here. 
One was a submission sent to me, and another was one that I found on the R customer service Reddit. I um, if I I thought you were actually going to roast me for a second. That will come. No, I thought I thought. <laughs> I got to read two short things, and one of them is going to be my name because I'm shorter than you, and I don't know why that I don't and I don't know why that's where my brain was. Yeah, there are some insecurities coming out there, I think, mate, because I was nowhere near that. Yeah, I'm not also not that short. <laughs> now that's I sound like I'm insecure about my height. Yeah, you're kind of digging a hole a bit. Here. You, I think I might just rescue you by moving on. I'll be even lower. Um. <laughs> so something we should say um, when we're going to talk about these stories from us or from anyone else uh we're gonna do our best not to a get anyone doxxed b yeah. <laughs> not to get sued for slander or for anything yep. else and c i think people are smart enough to work out who we're talking about without us being in you know legally muddy grounds for the most part <laughs> yeah well i'd hope so yeah well okay so i have a friend who and works she worked for... at a cinema what? um that was what it rhymes what with Yes, it does. Um, and she gracefully posted a thing on the uh, like staff Facebook page for that cinema. Okay. And that is how they are pronounced, cinema. And uh, one of the, the things that like, it had an energy to it that I, it kind of stuck with me for a couple of days. And it was, um, they had a child uh, come and try and buy a ticket for like a, a 15 rated movie. And they asked if the kid was was old enough and if they had any proof. And he held up an iPad with his mum on FaceTime. Uh, <laughs> just as like, so the mum could be like, yeah, he's old enough. As like, that was good enough proof. And then she said, no, obviously. And then it's just like, gets this iPad like thrust in her face with this woman lying in bed being like, uh, what the fuck? And just having a go at this woman. <laughs> Like digitally online, and I was like, "That is, that's really something, man. That's a whole new level of like digital laziness." The future is now, and there will be many more from that pool. But that was a little, a little sousson, a little taster, and a moose bouche. Um, and this one because I don't know how much longer I can keep this in my head without talking talking to you about it, Seb. Because there are so many questions that are brought to my mind <laughs> when okay. I read this. I hope I can bring some sort of illumination. This was uh, submitted by someone called Otter of Life. Cool. Which is a good name. Uh, three years ago, and it says, they worked at a video store for a few months up in a cottage country. Uh, country. Two events that stood out to them the most. Uh, I will just read you number one. Okay. Number one says, a guy comes in, a normal looking guy, and asks him about Mother's Day. He points it to where the stuff is on the shelf, all the cards, etc. This guy then grabs a card and chews on it for about <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, sorry. It's a video store. He's looking for the, a, a film called Mother's Day. Oh, sorry, okay. I misread that. So yeah, he's looking for the movie called Mother's Day. He points it to where it is on the shelf. This guy then picks up the case and chews on that case for 20 whole minutes. That's decidedly worse than chewing on a paper card. Yeah, for sure. Because the noise alone, the yeah. crackle, you know, mm, of him like gnawing into that. He then brings the original case to the counter, which I tell him that we rent the orange cases and that he needs to grab one of those. He then goes back, grabs an orange case and chews the orange case and brings that to the front desk. The guy, the otter of life, just doesn't bat an eye and just rents him the fucking video without <laughs> thinking about anything. 
He then stood outside for the best part of an hour and just kept chewing on the, on the case of Mother's Day. <laughs> he sat outside and smoked while he did it and went through like a pole packet of smokes just watching this guy just chew on this fucking DVD until he was picked up by a completely blacked out SUV. <laughs> Uh, he didn't see him return it, but he knew it was in the return box because of how mangled the case was. There are so many fucking questions I have of like, did it need to be chewed because he chewed the original and then the orange one? Like he wouldn't not take it out of there unless it was chewed. <laughs> Why was he picked up in a shady black SUV after chewing for an hour? Did he like? Did was he picking it up for a VIP who was in the SUV? But they insist that the only thing that they're allowed to watch are chewed DVDs. Maybe like it was a situation. Have you ever had it where, like, you've you've borrowed like a sitcom situation where you borrow something off a friend and then you like break that thing and it's priceless or it's very old, so you have to try and replace that thing in a way. I mean, maybe thankfully, no. But <laughs> maybe his his brother's like part beaver. So Liam knows this. Um, I I have a real uh, thing about weird <laughs> textures in the mouth. They make me extremely mm. uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I can't think of many worse physical sensations than sponge between teeth. Which is why, depending on whether it was cut out or not earlier, Seb <laughs> freaked out that I anger bit the sponge on my microphone. Yeah, it's very bad. And the idea of chewing on plastic is equally very bad. Given a choice to chew on plastic, like a, a DVD case or a sponge, which would you choose? DVD case. That's insane. Mate, some of the things that happened when I worked at... An unnamed phone franchise. Uh, fronted by... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 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 yeah, there were some truly nonsensical things that happened within within mm. those four walls. How do we sign off? We don't have a sign-off yet, do we? No. Nah. Well, that was... That was a small taste of, of what this show will be. We are kind of building this plane as we fly it. On that note, this is Seb from the future while he's editing the show. Um, you can find us at To Your Manager on Instagram. You can send an email to toyourmanager at gmail.com and I will hand it back over to us in the past. Our next episode will be a week from when you are hearing this, we hope. Um, but thanks, I guess. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, also, check out our other podcast, Forever in Bloom, in, in case there isn't a crossover in viewers. Yeah, we do it with our good friend Beth. She's very lovely. We talk about Jeff Goldblum and how he is a universal being that lives outside of time. And we also mm. talk about the films he's been in. Thank you for listening to what I believe is episode zero of Can I Speak to Your Manager? And we will be back with a proper episode with a guest next week. Thanks. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.